Do you want a really easy way to get a hold of us? All you've got to do is go to infendo.com and you can see everything we're up to and get links to everywhere to find us. We put the we in wiener. Infendo Radio is on now. We. And we are here for a great show. <laughs> Steve isn't here, but you wouldn't know that without the intro. He's going to be back with us um, next week, so let's get that out of the way. We all know everybody comes for Steve. But we do have Justin with us here tonight. How are you doing this evening? Yes, you wouldn't know Steve's not here because I am the one cackling in the background. <laughs> that, that, that intro, I don't I, I don't know if, if, if I've never paid attention to it before or if that's... Uh, one I haven't heard before, but that's a good Oh, it's one. custom, baby. We've got some buttons going on this week. Um, Lucas knows all about the buttons. How are how are your buttons doing tonight? Uh, I don't want to are... know about Lucas's buttons and how <laughs> intimate you are with them. Oh, there you go. <laughs> um, how are you doing, Lucas? Have you had a good week since we've last spoken? Uh, yeah, it's been just dandy. Well, good, good, good. Well, we have a dandy podcast for everybody here tonight. Um, this week we have Change the System. We're going to yes. talk news. It's going to be... Um, I, I know what I'm going to be talking about in my news because, you know, yes. a bunch of stuff got canceled. So that's going to be heavily influenced there. But um, we'll be right back with that and a few Patreon thank yous. I love producing stuff, but I'm really lazy. The easiest way to produce something really cool that you get your name on is to head over to patreon.com slash radio and give us $10 a month. We'll even say your name once a week instead of once a month. And we're back. It is time for Change the System. Um, we're going to really change it up this week because we're talking about, well, we're talking about the coronavirus because I know that's what's on the top of my list because E3 got canceled. It looks like pretty much all the video gaming conventions for this foreseeable future are going to be canceled as well. Like, you know, they're canceling the NCAA tournament for fans. Like, it's a pretty big deal. So, uh, yeah, no E3 since what? I guess it's since 1996 um, was when the E3 started. So it's been a while since... Wasn't... Wasn't there one year in, like, the early 2000s when they didn't have in, one? They did it in, like, Santa Barbara or Santa Clara or something like that. Oh, it was, like, a small E3. I remember That's, that. But Right. I knew but, there was something. But here's the thing. As, like, Nintendo people, like, because let's be real. Do we... I, I at least... Right. I, don't watch, I don't watch PlayStation or anything. Like, E3 hasn't really been an event in, like, the last five or six years. Sure. We just... We watch, basically, a big Nintendo Direct... And then if you're really boring, you go and watch the treehouse footage for like, you know, four hours. <laughs> I so. usually have it on in the background while I'm working. <laughs> right. Um, yeah. Yeah. I mean, right I, and that, I was I saying this, I don't know whether I said it on, on Twitter or, or what, but yeah, I did. I've actually retweeted E3's tweet about the cancellation. Nintendo holds all of their stuff live streamed online. So like, yeah, the hands-on previews aren't going to be there. Maybe they'll expand their typical E3 at Best Buy promotion thing, but I mean, for the most part, yeah, we're not really missing out on much because all the big information that Nintendo releases is released. Hi, Bagheera, is released in a pre-produced video. Yeah. When you so. know they're still going to come out with that, right? Like, right. I mean, exactly. You know. So you know, we're not going to miss anything. 
Yeah, I was, and I don't know if, if this has any merit, but I was thinking to myself earlier today, and I was telling Lucas Pre-Show, like, maybe Nintendo didn't release a Direct in the month of February like everybody thought they were going to because they were anticipating E3 was going to be, you know, cancelled, and, you know, they're kind of holding back info, something like that, you know? Well, actually... Oh, tell um, me. Are we are we still talking about E3, or can I move on to another interesting bit of news? Get it. It's news un time. Un unfortunately, I don't think I have the source because I think I closed the app, but um, I got a notification. I follow a Nintendo board on Reddit. I don't remember what it's called, so don't ask. <clears throat> but apparently, when... All right, first of all, let's discuss the Lego thing. Both Lego and Nintendo tweeted a odd picture of Mario with a which zoomed in on his chest with a logo that said Lego Super Mario so that's a thing apparently um so um but to tie this in with uh Nintendo Direct apparently on the page that it was shared on on I I, I want to say Lego's official website it originally said wait for more information in the next Nintendo Direct and then minutes later re you know, pulled it and and broke the link and Nintendo like erased the link that it linked to but apparently they were originally teasing a Nintendo Direct and Nintendo squashed it so we might be seeing something so you know at the very least it might be one of those like Nintendo Labo shadow drops where it's just like out of the freaking blue hey here's some random thing that nintendo's doing because we're sure. nintendo and we're random <laughs> i could see that that'd be kind of neat i i mm -hmm. i uh <clears throat> i'm a little sad that e3 is going to be canceled kind of going back to e3 just because it's been such a you know a, a mainstay of the video game industry but at the same time you know i can understand it and honestly Maybe E3's better as a video Nintendo Direct style, like everybody just sends out their own videos type of thing all at the same time. Like, I don't know. They, they make a spectacle hey. out of it. They have like Cirque du Soleil, but like, why? Hey, <laughs> I am like a year out from being able to go to E3 and say, I made a game. You should play it. So like... Please don't make it a purely online thing. I want to go. <laughs> I, I guess there is that part of E3, right? The the connections that developers make with publishers, and you know those type of connections can't happen in a you know all YouTube type. I mean, of show, you always but, have yeah. packs and and GDC, so yeah. If you want to be a loser. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, but yeah, I mean, it's it's a little disappointing that you know all the pomp and circumstance isn't happening, and you know I always love the post E three podcasts and stuff like that. <laughs> but um, yeah, since like as Nintendo fans and primarily Nintendo gamers, I don't think we're gonna miss out on much. You Nintendo's guys gonna do their thing, and we're gonna you know cover it. You guys realize that this means we have no excuse not to do great coverage of E3 this year, or whatever <laughs> happens during that time. Like, usually it's like, oh, well, we can't go, so our website won't have any stuff. Now we're on an equal playing field with, like, IGN and Game Explain, and, like, we should we should get in on this. Yeah, you should, Lucas. You really should. 
<laughs> yeah, everybody's you're you're kind of not wrong, right? Like that. I wonder what that does to the big, you know, IGNs of the world, right? Like what? what oh, I'm they... sure they're pissed, you know. Yeah. Like, yeah, or maybe happy they're saving a couple thousand in like travel expenses. I I'd bet you anything that these events are like gold mines for they these guys. They must be, yeah, because like it's it's like the Black Friday of news and for video like, games. You know? Like right. every article is like, here's one game that uh, yeah. Ubisoft announced about a talking banana. Like you well, know, sometimes it's not even that. Like it'll be like they'll be announcing Mario Odyssey, and they'll be like. Breaking news: Mario is wearing a fire. Has nipples. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> oh God, I forgot about the Mario nipple <laughs> fiasco. Um, oh goodness. Yeah, I mean it's. I, I, like I said, I think the biggest loss is the, the the hands-on, you know, impressions, especially since, you know, there was a small chance there might have been something, you know. Breath of the Wild 2 related mm. or, you know, something like that. Um, but and, you know, we, we really don't know what Nintendo has in store for the rest of 2020. I mean, we got Animal Crossing and then meh. So, you know, there could have been something exciting on the show floor that we're not going to miss out on, but... Yeah, but I'll stand by what I said. I think anything that was going to get announced on the show floor will just get right. said in a direct, you know? Like, or, or they, you know, just casually mention it during the treehouse because, you know, they've done that before. It's like, oh, by the way, uh, for those of you who only tune in for the E3 presentation, here's something really cool and exciting that we didn't tell you about. Sure. <laughs> but sure. it comes yeah. out next week. <laughs> right. Well, uh... Nintendo we gonna other... Nintendo do what Nintendo does. <laughs> they always Nintendo, Justin. They always Nintendo. <laughs> um, any other news that we want to bring up before we move into the games that we've been playing? I mean, I'd no. like to talk a little bit more about the Lego thing. Anybody I'll else excited it. about that? No! <laughs> <laughs> All right, then. I mean, but that's just me! <laughs> it's kind of cool, but it's just not for me, you know? Yeah, I, I, mean, I don't know. I still buy Lego sets, so it's exciting for me. Um, hopefully, it's not going to be one of those things where all the best ones are like the $300, you know, mm-hmm. four foot tall, 10,000 like, piece sets. But I feel like if we could somehow channel the ghost of Steve, he would tell <laughs> us he would tell us that he would be excited for the Lego thing because. That just seems like a him thing with the Build-A-Bears and stuff. Oh, uh, well, you know, Steve does like stuff, so. Yeah, Steve does like stuff. <coughs> I would like stuff, but I have kids, so stuff is, you know, less important and accessible <laughs> and storable. Anywho, yeah, <laughs> let's move on to what we've been playing. Okay, well, before we do that, I want to take a little break and thank all of our patrons for bringing the show to y'all tonight. So let's thank Minus64, Fan, thank uh, Phantom, EP thank Nothead, <laughs> Sky Pharaoh, thank Slacker you. Monkey, thank you. and our two executive producers, Andrew Searson and the Bryanosaurus. And thank you, gentlemen! <laughs> so yeah, so what have we been playing lately? Um, I will take point and say... <laughs> Oh, sorry, nothing. Um, I put, like, another hour into Sekiro, and I don't think I like it as much as Dark Souls. Um, 
I just don't. I don't know. It's just it hasn't hit me yet. Um, I haven't. I just don't like the combat quite as much. I guess. And that's what I want to talk about. And I realize <laughs> we're talking about the games we've been playing. But like, okay, so I talk to Steve about this all the time when we're just you know chillaxing after uh -huh. the show. Um, it bugs the crap out of me that like you you go to look up like a game online mm -hmm. and it's like this Zelda like Mario like Metroidvania game has Skyrim elements that like sure when you and it's not just a f of the fault of like devs although I see it a lot with like the the um, eShop you know where they're talking about like their game and they're like oh this mm -hmm. game is very Zelda like but like just when people identify your game based off of like other games that's going to be all you can think about you know so like right now you're comparing it to dark souls because they're like very similar games but like well, but it's made by the same developer so like it's it's made by the same by the same team yeah that's why i'm comparing it to wow. dark souls you know? so like it, it, okay. it's very it's very Dark Souls because intentionally, you know? It's supposed but like, to be like a Dark Souls spinoff. Yeah, but like it has more, and, and I never played it, played Bloodborne, but I guess it has more like Bloodborne in it because Bloodborne, again, is another game from that same developer. Okay. And that, okay. One, that one has more like, um, it's more like reaction based. So you're doing like more counters and stuff like that. And I, 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 was, I liked my Dark Souls because I could like turtle up and just hold the shield button and like, you know. Like this that. is a little more fast and furious. Yeah, I I, I can't I uh, I like my slow brooding Dark Souls game, but you know, I'm still gonna finish this game. But I actually like what you're going with there, Lucas, because like when somebody's like, Oh yeah, it's a Castlevania like or it's a Metroidvania like or you know. It just Whatever. it gets it, just... it gets so old, you know. Mm -hmm. It's like your game is your game. It shouldn't be defined by the games that came before it. Like mm -hmm. let it let it stand on its own feet. Right, but yeah, honestly, that's I, all I, I think have one of the, I, And I think one of the problems with that as well is it kind of limits the terminology. Like, how many different... We've got games that are Metroidvania. So, if you're not somebody who plays Metroid or Castlevania games, you don't really have a context for what that is. Roguelike. I still don't know what a roguelike is because <laughs> I've never played rogue. I didn't know what that was until the term roguelike became, uh, became a thing. Like, I think, like, with first-person shooter, it definitively tells you what it is. With... Yeah. You know, well because that's a that's a you know? that's a that's a genre that's based on a descriptor of the game rather than being based on you know a game that came out right. like twenty years ago. Like yeah, role playing game means there's going to be stats involved. We don't call them Final Fantasy likes or yeah, you know. <laughs> right yeah. Um, so yeah, and I, I, yeah, I think like I understand like when you are in a small studio. And you are comparing sure. your game to a big one, like, hey, you have no idea who we are, but we'd like you to know that we love The Legend of Zelda, so we made a game like it. We we miss Super Metroid style games, so we made another one. Um, <laughs> but uh, but yeah, I mean, like, we need more genre definition that actually defines genres instead of comparing to other games. Anyway, I'm not really do contributing much other than restating what's already been said, but, <laughs> you know, that's kind of my opinion on it. <laughs> anyway, Eugene, what else have you been playing that we can pick apart? 
Honestly, that's kind of it, unless you want to hear me talk about Pokemon Go and how I didn't get a shiny during this last event. But oh, please no. <laughs> <laughs> Other than what, that, um, that's all I got, was, my friend. What was the event shiny this week or whatever? So the last event that I didn't get a shiny, they had, um, I think it was for the Chinese New Year, maybe, but all of the Pokemon had like little party hats or whatever, or maybe it was for Aww. the anniversary of Pokemon. I can't remember what it was for, but in any case, they had like an Eevee and like po- uh, Pikachu and all of the starters with party hats. I caught them all with party hats, but I didn't get any of them with shiny and I was pissed. You know what That's... bugs me about those is that you can't like trade them or or you know send them to professor oak or whatever it is you do to get rid of them so they're just stuck in your box forever those ones the party hat ones some of the party hat ones that in the past like the santa hat ones you can evolve like the pikachu you can't evolve these they're also they're also not transferable to the forgive me pokemon go fans to the real (laughs) to the real pokemon games so like you know you can't even put him in like sword and shield or pokemon home or anything like that i didn't realize that yeah that's i mean i think it's a neat idea but to you know again typical nintendo and this isn't even like nintendo this is you know typical neantic yeah neantic and and whatever but yeah so Anyway, um, Eugene, would you like to finish what you were playing for, after Lucas yeah, and I interrupted for, you? Thanks for telling <laughs> us all about that, Eugene. It was a really good segment. <laughs> no, that was literally it. Like, I have nothing else. So I'll toss it off to whoever wants to take next. All right. Um, I'm being gestured at. It's not very polite, Lucas. Um, I, could do a, I could do a worse gesture if you'd like. <laughs> well, that was... Well, for those of you not watching the stream, you could have extrapolated that. Anyway, all right, forget it. We're, we're just burying this joke. Um, uh, yeah, I haven't played a whole lot, actually. A lot of Breath of the Wild. Um, in fact, there should be a, a star fragment farming right now while we record. Um, have you still been playing in VR on your little thingamabobber? Um... On uh, which? On the Switch or on the Oculus? On, on your the little Switch. thingamabobber. Come the, on. The, the, like, whatever thing that you bought for the Switch I, thing. I, I have on a few occasions. I can't remember what it's called. <laughs> um, yeah, I have on a few occasions. Um, I mostly do that when I'm laying in bed. Um, mm. So if I go to bed early and want to play... And want to play Breath of the Wild specifically. The problem with that is... The way you have to set it up, you pretty much have to already plan on playing it in VR, have it all set up and, you know, slide it into the thing and then only play it in VR for however long you're planning on playing it. Because Mm -hmm. otherwise, if you have anything, if you're doing anything else, if you have to do anything else, whatever, it's such a pain in the ass because you have to take the thing physically out. Which, when you're trying to do it next to your wife who is sleeping without waking <laughs> her up, is kind of a hassle. Like, the device is great. I love using it. it what is it, it called? Before I say think of a bob again. It's, well, I, it's a replacement for the Labo VR. The brand that makes it is like Uvio or something yeah, like that. Yeah, I knew it was like, something weird. That's like, much oh, less confusing than Labo. O-O-V... <laughs> io or something like that and i got it off of amazon it's 20 21 22 bucks within that range 
and honestly, if you like playing, um, you know, regular Switch games in VR, it's worthwhile because it straps onto your... I don't have it with me right now, but it straps onto your head like a regular VR. I've shown it on previous episodes. Um, you slide it in. It stays there nice and secure. You can play with a controller in your hand instead of having to, you know, put your hands on your face. Mm-hmm. Um... And yeah, when I'm playing on it, it's great. One nice thing about it is it sets the screen far enough away that you don't like. I found with the Labo VR, it felt like you were playing with it like right up against your eyes, and it's painful sometimes. This this sets it far enough away that it's kind of like you're looking at a screen, you know, that's like maybe maybe an arm's length away instead sure. of being you know like right here. So that's kind of nice, and the the lenses are much clearer than the Labo ones, and it's it's a neat experience, especially if you like playing in um if you like playing in 3D. But uh, yeah, I haven't been playing it like that a whole lot. Uh, but I am still playing in Master Mode. I haven't beaten it yet because I'm. I'm doing that thing where I want to do everything before I do the final boss. Um, and right now That's I'm stuck. That's tough in master mode. Yeah, especially since I'm down to Which two... Which I am down to two shrines. Clears oh, his even, throat bregaciously. Yeah. That's not even a word, <laughs> even, but I'm making it one. <laughs> even Tide Island and the and the Forgotten Temple. I'll tell Even, you what, when I, I'm sorry to interrupt here. I, I gave yeah. up doing the whole everything on Master Mode after Lucas did it before I did, and I was like, son of a bitch! Anyways, go on. Uh, that's, um, sorry, I was responding <laughs> to, a, to a message from my wife. But, uh, yeah, so it's mostly been Breath of the Wild. Um, I've played a little bit with the, with the Oculus, but I haven't had a whole lot of time to do it. Um... I did get a uh, Chromecast, so I can actually put it on the TV now, because that's the only thing that the Oculus will cast to, Mm -hmm. but um, I haven't gotten a chance to use it. I haven't had a reason to use it, because nobody's ever around when I'm playing it, except for my wife who's sleeping on the couch. So, um, (laughs) but I haven't had a whole lot of time to play on it. I really haven't had a whole lot of time to play any games in the past week. I've I've been pretty busy, but... Yeah, mostly Breath of the Wild and a couple of scattered things here and there. I still love Breath of the Wild though. Like I keep thinking it'll it'll get old, but and sometimes I'll go away from it for a couple months and be like, "Oh, you know, I'm kind of done with that game. I played it to death." And then I'll turn it back on and next thing I know it's 2 hours later and I'm still playing it. I'm like, "What the hell?" <laughs> <laughs> right? <laughs> uh, fair enough. Well, I guess if that's it for you, Justin, then we will turn it over to Mr. Lucas. I legitimately thought, I thought you were going to forget me, and I thought you were going to say, we will be right back with a game. (laughs) Um, Yeah, I've been playing a little bit of everything. Um, I think I mentioned One Punch Man, A Hero Nobody Knows, came out last week-ish for, um, I, I mentioned it last week on the show. Playing that on Steam, love it still, but nothing really new to say about it. Um, I've also dove back into Persona Q and Persona Q2 on the DS, the 3DS. Um, 
Yeah, I like Etrian Odyssey and I like Persona, so that was a good choice. There's really, I mean, y- you know what you're getting with those games, but they're sure. very fun. Um, it's it's Persona on the 3DS, you know, in an Etrian Odyssey handbag. So um, I, those have kind of been my game of choice just because the portability is nice since I go out for, like, long walks every day. So that's something to do. Um, not really that much else to talk about, though. I did do a raid uh, last night with Steve, the, you know, um, bringing back Pokemon news. Mm-hmm. The uh, Pokemon Sword and Shield raids were updated last night. So the final Gigantamax Pokemon, not counting um, Melmetal, are now available. Um, and yeah, the, the biggest news there is now you can get Gengar and Machamp, and they're not even version exclusive. So if those have been Pokemon that you really want, like if you're a Gengar fanatic or, you know, a Machamp bro, now's your chance <laughs> to do that. So go out and get them. Um, so I finally have a Gengar. That's cool. I want a male. I got a female. So that's lame. But, you know, we'll make it work. And yeah, really, I mean, that's kind of it. You know, I've been spending a lot more time working on real life stuff than on video game stuff lately. So you didn't, not really that much I else to say. I don't know if you say. said it, uh, this last show, but I didn't hear anything. And I bless, bless me for saying this. Anything Sonic related. Mm. Well, that's because I really don't have that much to talk about Sonic-related. Um, I haven't really dove much into uh, that game-making... Pro- well, it's not really a game-making program. It's a Unity engine. I haven't dove too deep into that. I dabbled in it for a few minutes, but I haven't jumped into that like mm-hmm. I said I would. But, um, no, I mean, I've been I've been working on... I've been working and playing on Hue, you know? That's kind well, of been thanks. my whole thing. Yeah. So that's, that's kind of taking my life. I'm doing that right now as I'm talking to you guys. I'm making a parrot. So, yeah. <laughs> Um, wow. Yeah, and that's that's really kind of been my life lately, you know, between exercise and working on my game, I haven't really had a lot of time to work on playing other games. But you do bring up a good point, because I also played a little bit of Sonic Unleashed on the PlayStation. Mm-hmm. Um, I had... What have I wrought? I had picked up, you know, the, the, the infamous Sonic 06? Yes. The, the one that came out that's, like, awful and, like, a, an abomination. <laughs> I booted it up for 10 minutes, okay? I Wait, played there was through, only one of them? I played through, cute. I played through the first level. I get to the hub world. I see some barrels. I kick the barrels. The apples from the barrels are floating like five <laughs> inches over my head. And because the barrels got added to the map, the game started to jank up and freeze. <laughs> and I said to myself, self you need an audience for this. You can't play this by yourself. So depending on what comes first, either having a friend in the real world to share it with or setting up my equipment and doing a stream, I will be sharing this gift with the world because I can't play this game by myself. <laughs> then I booted up Sonic Unleashed. Much better game. Still has some issues. The Werehog stuff is ridiculous. I don't know why they put that in the game other than to pad the runtime, I guess. But... um. The, the regular Sonic-y levels, like, oh, that's fun. I like running. So, you know, that's cool. But, I mean, what am I going to say? It's a game that came out during, like, the Wii era. So, Yeah, the I've never played that one, but I remember people being very pissed about the Werehog. Like, well, yeah, and- I remember hearing that 
that the game was good except for this thing yeah. that the whole game is based around. Well, and here's this here's this weird thing about this game because there were two completely different versions of the game, one on the Wii and one on the current gen systems of the time, the PlayStation mm-hmm. 3, the Xbox 360. Um, the current gen systems, for lack of a better term, was um, made by Sonic Team. And mm-hmm. the Wii version was made by Dimps, who, mm-hmm. you know, are, are well known for making a lot of the good mobile games that people uh, really say like. They made the portable one, like the advanced games, which were good. I would argue that <clears throat> the Dimps version is a little bit better. Mm-hmm. Um, it's a little bit simpler. It cuts out the level based in Africa and the level based in New York City, which was a huge bummer for me as a kid because I was so hyped to go to New York City in the <coughs> game because I really wanted to, like, I love the city levels. But um, just playing through this game on the PlayStation 3 for the first time, it's so long and they put so much in where you have to, like, collect medals in the just levels to unlock filler. new levels. Yeah, very fillery. There are hub worlds that as a kid I thought would be fun to explore, but now it's like, oh, this is just filler, you know, like. The, the other game was just kind of like, hey, play a game, have fun. And this one is very nice. much like, you know, hey, play a game, have fun. Also, 30-minute Werehog level because <laughs> we don't have enough time. So, like, yeah, it's it's nice. very weird. Um, it, you can tell, like, I've, I've read a lot of interviews and stuff from Sega, and they've talked a lot about how they have trouble, this is bizarre, but they have trouble building levels that are long enough for their main character to play in because of how sure. fast he moves. Thank you, Luigi. And you hear about that like with Sonic Forces where the levels were only like a minute long. And you see like the opposite direction they were going in with a game like Sonic Unleashed where it's like, you know, oh crap, these levels are only a few minutes long. We have to fill this game up. Let's throw in literally 30 minute beat-em-up segments where you play as like him transformed into a werewolf. Which is probably why, honestly, Sonic has never made the transition into 3D well. Like, no, I would disagree with you on that. A um, lot of people say Adventure is that game. Not just Adventure, but Adventure did that, and it also you know, had other characters to pad the runtime too, like Knuckles and Tails. But Sonic Colors was an exceptional mm-hmm. game that I think generally a lot, of, a lot of people would agree is good, and they managed to make it good. It's kind of like a Mario vibe, where there's like five levels in the world kind oh, of sure. thing, and it just well, it, and it that's played like well. Sonic, Ad- Sonic Adventure was basically Super Mario 64 with Sonic right. characters, so it worked yeah. because the formula worked. Yeah, but, yeah, yeah. But if they you try just... to take Sonic-based gameplay and put it in 3D, you either have to build this massive world that's incredibly time-consuming, or accept the fact it's going to be short. Well, and then you get into the thing that I hate with the newer games, where they transition to 2D segments for like half of the level. So you can't just be playing in 3D. Then they have to move it to 2D and have you do platforming. They very much don't know what they want to do, and that's a problem for them. I so, was going to say yeah. that it, it, it really, and I'm not a Sonic expert by any means, but it really yeah. felt like it was until Mania that they really got back to the formula, you know? like Oh, yeah. Well, those, to be fair, Mania wasn't made by Sega. That was made by fans. Those <laughs> games are very interesting because they are sister games. And the one game was, you know, both <coughs> published by Sega, obviously, but the one was made primarily by fans mm-hmm. and the other was made by Sonic Team. And Sonic Forces, as we know, was more or less an abomination. A fun <laughs> enough game, but with levels that are only a minute long and just kind of all over mm-hmm. the place. And Sonic Mania was generally received as a really good game and a return to form, so interesting to see where the future takes us i will say as i end this segment because i know i've been going long there is a sonic direct coming up very soon where they're going to apparently announce two new games 
so stay tuned for that. It's going to be been a Sonic racing that. game for sure. That, those they've been, things are, par- are popular. They've been uh, teasing it for a little while now, and I think it's either coming at the end of this month or the end of next month. So. Now, when you say Sonic Direct, does this imply that it is Nintendo... No, um, okay. no, it's basically a fan term, but they've said they're going to do a digital thing. They were originally going to announce it at South by Southwest. Does anybody know when that was going to be? I think it was supposed to be this last weekend, right? But it got canceled okay. because of the... Yeah, well, they were going to do the announcement at South by Southwest, and then they said, stay tuned, we'll be doing a digital presentation instead, because again, coronavirus! Steve right. is saying, um, from beyond the grave, Steve is telling me April 1st, the announcement <laughs> is coming out, so... Get ready for those April Fool's jokes. And we will actually have an episode that day, so yeah. we'll be able to talk about it. That'll yeah. be fun. Um, I, tangentially related, and I've said this before, but I, 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 like, I like Sonic Mania. I like that Sega let fans make a Sonic game that turned out to be good. I wish Nintendo would extend the same courtesy to Mario because... Mario 2D needs a refresh, and I would love to see what fans could do with it. There, and for the love of God, let it be hand Mario drawn. Maker 2 that's on the what? Switch, available now. <laughs> I said, "There's this game called Mario Maker 2 available on the Switch, available now." We've that's seen what quite, the we've seen what the, the fans can do, and it's awful. <laughs> <laughs> and on that note, we're gonna take a little break, and we will return shortly. Do you want a really easy way to get a hold of us? All you've got to do is go to infendo.com and you can see everything we're up to and get links to everywhere to find us. All right, we're back. It's time for Change the System is Over. I don't know what I'm trying to say. It's time for a mini game. Lucas, please take me out of my misery and tell us what we're doing here. Hello, ladies and gentlemen, and welcome to the <laughs> minigame hour, even though it's probably only going to take about five minutes. Today we are playing a little game that I like to call 20 Questions Character Edition. Okay. If you were on the live stream right now, you'd be seeing some amazing graphics that Eugene is queuing up for us, but you're not, so there you go. Um, the way this works is I have a video game character from a video game that has appeared on at least one Nintendo system. This character is going to be guessed by these two gentlemen. Whoever gets it first wins, and they only have 20 questions before they fall into a pit of burning lava. Okay, well, um, I guess I'm going to start <laughs> us off then. Um, I'm going to ask, is this character come from a franchise that is traditionally known as a Nintendo franchise? That's a big yes. Okay. Alright, is this character a villain? This character is a villain. Okay. Is this character found in Smash Brothers as a playable character? No. Is this character found in Smash Brothers as a non-playable character? Most likely. Who right. isn't these days? <laughs> okay, let, let, let me let me qualify this question. That is not including stickers or trophies, because that pretty much encompasses everybody. Pretty damn sure that's a no, my friend. Okay, so no, no assist trophies or... Or like, like boss mm. characters. Okay. I'm gonna gonna say no. Okay. Um Ooh, no star fragment. Does this villain character wear gloves? 
<sighs> I'm going to have to Google that because it's been a while. <laughs> Please hold. <laughs> Justin, if you want to quay up your question, go ahead. I'm thinking. You can't really see this character's hands, so I'm going to say maybe. Well, that's that Gentlemen, might already answer my next question. So you've asked question. five questions so far. Fifteen more before you meet your doom. Does this character speak in either text or or audible form? Yes. Okay, um... I know we're not necessarily taking turns, but it's your turn, Eugene. <laughs> yeah, um, alright, I got one. Is this character found on a game that you can play on the Nintendo Switch? No! Hmm. Except, again, maybe it's like a sticker in Smash Bros. <laughs> alright. Um... All right, well, I, I think you already answered this indirectly, but I don't have anything else to ask, so is this character human or humanoid? Yes! All right, so that's not actually the answer I was expecting. <laughs> <laughs> right? So let's get a recap here. You can't see this character's hands for some reason. Which is why I was not expecting it to be human or humanoid. Um, do we know? We know it's not on the Nintendo Switch, but we don't know the console. Yeah, you guys have been asking bad questions. Yeah, we don't really right. know a lot. Is Did this character... Wait, no. Hang on. Did this character premiere before 1990? Yes. Alright, so we're going old school. Oh, wait. I got my befores and afters mixed up. <laughs> no! <laughs> okay. Did this right. character premiere before 2010? Probably. Let me double check on that. I don't think there are many Nintendo characters who premiered after, so... That's either the best or worst question ever. <laughs> I mean, I'm I'm almost positive, but let's just double check. My timeline is a little off, clearly. That game came out in... Hmm. Yes! This character came out before the year 2010. So we have a 20-year window here. Do Excellent job! Year? You've asked 10 questions so far! <laughs> a 20-year twi window and... Like about two thirds of Nintendo's possible consoles. Did this? Um. All right. Did this? Ah, uh, friggin' hell. Um. <laughs> Eugene, what's your next question? <laughs> all right. Um. Did this character first appear on a handheld console? That was gonna be my question, but I thought it was a bad one. Let's find out. <laughs> yes. All right. Good question. I'm glad I thought of it. Um, <laughs> so, premiered on a handheld console. Interesting. Right? 
Is this character the floating head from Brain Age? No! And I'm going to give you that as a freebie because he's technically not a villain. And I also feel bad no, for No, he's a jerk. He doesn't listen <laughs> when I say blue. He's an actual doctor in Japan. And I hate him. <laughs> Dr. Kawashima, if you're watching this, please come on the show. Bring the guy who does your English dubbed voice. <laughs> I was going to say, or don't bother since we wouldn't be able to understand each other anyway. Um, Are we going to get this game? That's not a No! no! <laughs> <laughs> alright, alright, what do we know? He's a villain. He may or may not wear gloves. I don't know if that question should be counted. Um, he's <laughs> Okay, human. we'll go back to ten. He's sure, hu- I'm feeling he's, generous. He's human or humanoid. He premiered on a portable prior to 2010 in a Nintendo franchise. Alright, let's let's start Let's start knocking them down. Is this a Zelda character? No. Okay, is this character... Ooh, okay. I'm going to have a hard time asking this question. Did the franchise that this character came from appear in Nintendo Land? That's a very hard question to answer. The general franchise, yes, but the specific franchise, no. Hmm. That is potentially helpful for mm-hmm. some reason. Um. General franchise, but not the the specific franchise. All right. So. This is really tripping me up, dog. Yeah. What? I guess we we can narrow it down between the franchises in Nintendo Land, right? And then we can kind of figure out the franchises from there. And I will say, and but it's a franchise that is only sort of represented in in Nintendo Land. Did this character come from the Donkey Kong franchise? Nope. Some reason that was funny, and I'm, I take offense to that. <laughs> okay. Um. I'll let you guys know that the ghost of Steve is also guessing with me privately in the chat, and he has not gotten it yet either. <laughs> um, oh. Okay, if it's the franchise I'm thinking it is, I'll never get it anyway, so I'm just gonna hope that it isn't and keep asking questions. Um. <clears throat> Let's see. I can't think what uh. <laughs> what franchises haven't you asked about yet that might be a good idea to ask about. Oh, I know what franchise it is though now that I think about it. Do I'm you? Going, is this did this character come from the Animal Crossing franchise? No. Damn it. <laughs> I was going to guess Tom Nook a while ago, but... Steve already was, guessed Tom Nook. <laughs> also also did not premiere on a portable, so what premiered well, on the, portable? Some Animal Crossing characters would have premiered, but that's, it's not even Animal Crossing. Okay, guys, there are no villains in Animal Crossing, I'm Tom, just going to say. Oh, yeah, I guess Tom Nook. Yeah. Or Mr. Rossetti. Mm-hmm. He is a legend. Neither one of them could be considered villains. All right. We are not getting this. 
No, we're not. Um, You're at 14 right now, and you haven't even figured out what series this character <laughs> is from. All right, so is it from... You already said Zelda, right? I already said Zelda. So and I mean, Donkey could, Kong. It's a Donkey Kong. I could say Mario. Is it from Mario? Yeah! Oh, my God. Okay, Mario villain that premiered... You've asked 15. <laughs> that premiered... On a portable. That is correct. Is it so it's gotta Topanga? Be from... It is not. So it's gotta be from like one of the Mario and Luigi games or something, right? Ooh. Oh, then I have no idea. I've only played one of those and. and... Well, I'm trying. Um... This is tough because there's a lot of Mario villains, but I'm trying to figure out where they originated from in my head and that's the tough part the only one i can think of from a mario rpg well the only ones i can think of are from console rpgs um you know uh smithy and and uh oh oh, oh and, is it uh, uh count black is it um cacletta no She's cool. But you're so close! Oh no! Please! <laughs> End my suffering! Um, Count Black was not a portable one. And, um, no, that was, that was console. And, uh, oh, you guys don't know who this is. I don't think I do. Again, I've played one Mario and Luigi <sighs> game, and I don't remember anything about it, other than it being fun and and fifteen years ago. There was no, that was Mario RPG. Um, damn. How many? Well, you've got you three guesses left. Would you like to just kind of wing it? Is, is, is it? Let's oh, ask Steve gender. Just, is it gender? Steve just. Steve just got it, by the way, and is yes, it, you can ask is, gender if you'd like. Is it, did you just say, is it gender? <laughs> well, do we want to guess gender? Would that help? Like, we if we can guess the game, game, does that count? <laughs> Alright, I'm, I'm going for it. Is this character a female? No. Okay, see? Two questions left. Uh, what's that one that's like a ghost? Um... I don't crap. I Where don't are think... you going, Eugene? Yes, I don't think that's a villain. No, there's like... Or the, from this um, sub-franchise. No, uh, yes. Um, crap, it's like something... I'm going to have to look it up. I'm, I'm, I'm recusing myself and I'm looking up who this person is. Um, are uh, we done? <laughs> Is it okay? Could I guess, even though I looked up for this person? I mean, series? you might as well. Is it Antasma? No. Damn it! I I, I don't is know. It who is it whoever the main villain of Superstar Saga is? Because that's the only one I've played. Well, that was Cacoletta, and Eugene already guessed that. So All right. no. All right. You can count <laughs> that up. or not. I don't even care at this point. All cause... right. Well, we're done. Steve got it on question seventeen. Um. It's Fawful, who is Fawful, the oh, assistant yeah, assistant yeah. to the main character in the first game, minor character in the second game, and full blown final boss in the third game. I never knew that it was a full blown 
final boss. And... Yeah, Fawful goes like all the way to the big time in the third game. I'm pretty proud of him. I have loved Fawful since day one. Um, one of the characters in my game is based off of him. That's how much I love him. So, yes, Fawful for the win. But not you guys. You guys are for the lose, which means you guys get dunked in a pool of lava during the break. <laughs> Fair. Well, since I lost, I guess that means that I have to read the question block question here. That's how that works, yes. Yeah. Mm-hmm. That's how that's always works. Yeah, I mean, in my book, that's how it should work. Um, so we have yeah. a question from Colton, and he asks, or actually, I think he goes by CMN now in Discord. I think that's how he likes to be... Um, Colton Malik News, yes. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. So he asks, if you could have uh, one video game animal as a pet, what would it be? And don't give the obvious Pokemon answer, Steve and Lucas. I want to hear something good. Oh, there's a couple more question block questions too. So we'll get to those as well. All righty. Um, well, Colton, since you've taken my obvious Pokemon question, I guess I'll need some time to think about it. Um, I, I think I know what I would want as a pet, but it might be cheating because I don't know if it really counts. Um, but I want a freaking dinosaur as a pet. Like, hell yeah. Give me a freaking dinosaur. Are we talking, are we talking Yoshi or Monster Hunter? Very big difference. (laughs) Ooh, okay. Or, you know, T-Rex from... Odyssey. Originally I was thinking like Velociraptor, but now I'm thinking Yoshi. So give me a Yoshi. All right, so it can't be. But maybe I want Yoshi from the Super Mario Brothers movie, which was a Velociraptor. Ooh, you don't want that. (laughs) That's a bad choice. (laughs) Anybody else got an answer to this one? I'm thinking about this very seriously because I know that whatever I choose, I'm actually going to wake up and have as a pet tomorrow. Um, hmm. Um, I mean... If I really wanted to cheat, I'd say, you know, like, one of the dogs or cats from Twilight Princess. Hell, one of the dogs or cats from Nintendo Dogs and Cats. Um, but <laughs> You've just answered my question, Justin, and I thank you. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Finish um, your thought, though. <laughs> no, I don't have one. <laughs> ah, okay, well then I guess I'll go. Um, I will take Isabel from Animal Crossing, so I have a built-in secretary. I mean... She's technically a dog, so legally she is my pet. We can't can't say she's not a pet, so I suppose... Exactly, and then Um, I'll have somebody to do all my work for me while I can sit around and play video games all day. I mean, does that mean I can have a toad? Yeah, I was gonna say I was gonna say Toad before I settled on Isabel. So yeah, you should take a Toad. <laughs> All right, I'll have I'll have a Toad as long as he doesn't speak. Well, he does, but you can just keep him in a cage, and then it's like. <laughs> well, Shine Down asks if you can live in the world story of one game, what would it be? Ooh, that's also tricky. Okay, so real quick, I'm going to say that Pokemon is actually a lot more depressing than it looks on the outside. <laughs> like, um, there's a lot of Pokedex entries about Pokemon eating other Pokemon. Um, in Gen 5, there's a bunch of adults who talk about how they had to, like, stop being trainers because they had to get jobs and stuff. So, like, right. don't pick Pokemon. It's actually pretty depressing. Fair warning. 
Well, not only that, but you have to consider the fact that every single... The only animals that exist in the Pokemon world are Pokemon, and yet they still have meat foods. And every Not a Pokemon problem for me personally. <laughs> Not a problem for me personally. I'll just snack on an Oddish, but yeah, I feel <laughs> Again. <laughs> um... I will also say from somewhere and everything has a personality and a face. I will also (laughs) say that um, Zelda is probably a bad (coughs) choice because you are not Link. You are Justin. So, you know, the world is still coming to an end. You're not like the dude with the sword. If you play any Zelda game besides Breath of the Wild, I can still be Justin and saving the world. So Mm, that's fair. I I have an Hmm. answer to this question. So I think the answer for me personally is I'm going to live in, and this is cheating, I'm going to live in the Smash Brothers universe because that's kind of like encompassing all universes, you know, so I can kind of jump in and, you know, go check out to see what uh, is going on in Metroid by jumping in over there, you know, that type of thing. So yeah, I'm choosing Smash because I'm a cheater. Very smart. Did he say um, specifically Nintendo? He did not, no. Okay, Persona. I like Persona. I want a Persona. I think I would be a good candidate for a Persona. Igor, if you're watching, I would love to visit the Velvet Room, see what it's all about. <laughs> so I'm going to go with Persona. Okay. Also, there's always like an evil there's always like an evil god trying to like bend the earth to his will and destroy all of mankind. And that seems like fun. So, yeah. Fair. Um, I still haven't picked one, and I haven't... Um... You know Monster what? Hunter it is. Good luck. I'll go I'll go I'll go with Mario. Mario World seems like fun. That's the closest to like kind of like a fantasy, happy, colorful sort go, of thing. Just go seems hang out pretty... at Yoshi's house and nothing's gonna be killing you there. Well, and can you imagine, like, the dating scene in Mario World? Everybody else is, like, two feet tall and has an obnoxious voice, and you're just showing up like, hey, what's up? I'm a normal person. So, you know. I'm not sure whether that bodes well or 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 not for me. Well, but... that depends on how much you like the toads. <laughs> uh, fair. Well, we do have one other question. This one actually comes to us from the Twitch chat. Also from Colt, um, so he asks, um, okay. Doubling down, I see. mm Mm-hmm, that DD. So he says, with the NBA getting canceled and the rest of the season and all sports not allowing fans, do you think this is the perfect time for the rise of esports? Or will they even gain in popularity? Then you can still watch your basketball, hockey, and all the others, but in a video game from from professional teams. Um, I so he goes on a little from there. I I don't see that happening. Um, there's not a lot of no. crossover between the fans, right? Like it's not like, you know, if esports were to get canceled, like Lucas is gonna go watch, you know, soccer all of a sudden type of thing. Yeah, well, not yeah. only that, but there's a lot of um, judgment and disdain from quote unquote real sports fans about. You know, esports mm-hmm. like you know, it's not a real sport because there's nothing physical, and yeah, I just don't see that happening now. <laughs> I, don't get me wrong; I would love to see professional sports um, replaced by a person playing a video game version <laughs> of the professional sport. Um, that would be, at the very least, entertaining. But um, yeah, I don't see it happening. I mean, who knows? ESPN has shown like esports 
before. Mm -hmm. So it could end up being like a a filler, you know, a, for you know, hey, we need to fill this time slot, and we don't have a game to show. So sure. Yeah, I think there will be a little bit of an uptick. Honestly, like I think that some people will tune in. I don't think it's going to like revolutionize the industry or anything or change forever how people indulge in their sports. I think as soon as they're able to go back to an arena and watch some basketball, they're going to do that. But, um, you know, I think in the meantime, you know, maybe some people will want to check out like, you know, a game of Rocket League or something. You know, it's it's possible. But again, it's not going to be those real like bro type like, you know, I drink five pounds of steak juice and... <laughs> wash it down with some blood you know it's gonna be like your 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 you's and your me's you know the people like colt who likes to play a good sports video game and also likes to watch sports eugene you might want to watch like you know some footage from some soccer video game i don't know maybe like but yeah it's it's not gonna I'll like watch, i'll watch some super blood hockey yeah it's not gonna it's not gonna change the world though sure and the only way you're gonna get me to watch football of any form is if it's you know nfl blitz Right, which classic I know, blitz, not that weird stuff they came out with a few years ago. <laughs> weird tangent. The NFL just partnered with I think 2K Games to actually do something like that because Madden is still going to be the simulation football, but it sounds like 2K is going to get licensed to do something more arcadey. So that should be fun. See, but, and I, I would say that the appeal of um, go, kind of going back to the topic. Sorry, mm -hmm. but um, the appeal of esports is still the competitive nature mm -hmm. so like i wouldn't i wouldn't stop watching like basketball to watch virtual basketball well, but right i might in... stop watching but i might stop watching basketball to watch somebody play a game like a Fortnite or a rocket league or something where it's like oh cool i can watch people be competitive you well, know right like, that's what i and what i was about to say is you know the appeal of video games is that fantasy element it's something you can't do in real life mm -hmm. so like watching somebody play you know, virtual football isn't going to be nearly as as entertaining as watching somebody play, you know, Rocket League. Actual, yeah. <laughs> oh, sure. yeah. 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 And that's that. <laughs> Fair enough. Well, that is that, because we found ourselves to the end of this episode. So thank you, everybody, for listening to us live on Twitch. Thank you for everybody who was listening to us on the Produced Podcast episode um, on all the various podcasting channels. Um, we appreciate you. Um, we are going to get out of here, though. So before we do, we're going to tell the people where they can find us. I will start with you, Justin, because your mustache has been sufficiently twirled. <laughs> Ouch, Eugene. I try. <laughs> it's kind of hard to see on the on, on the stream, but um, it's kind of hard to see on the podcast. <laughs> you uh, you can follow me and my mustache um, I, on Twitter at Infendo Justin. Um, I'm actually writing a new blog post for Utilidork, so keep an eye out. Yeah, not for Infendo, unfortunately. <laughs> but uh, but Utilidork is going to get a new one, hopefully, within the next week or so. So go to utilidork.com and, you know, keep an eye on that. I don't know if the I don't know if you have to set up an RS feed, RSS feed or if those come automatically. If there is one, go ahead and subscribe. Or go to at Utilidork on Twitter and follow that because any new um, blog posts will also be shared on my Twitter. Sure. All right, well, good deal. Well, where can the people find you, Lucas? 
Well, Justin's not the only one who's been updating his website. I have actually been writing blogs on my website, which is chromaticq.com. You want to learn more about the game I'm making, read some stuff, behind-the-scenes thingies about what I think and feel and the thoughts on the universe, go check that out. That's where I do all that. Um, I also have been working my butt off on sprites for that, so I'd love to get some of those updated in, like, an enemies list or something, so... Yeah, more to, more to come on that as we go. But yeah, go check out that website. And um, since he is not here, I will say that you can also find Steven on his personal Discord, which you can get to by going once again to infendo.com. He also has a Twitch channel that I do not remember the name of because I'm a bad friend. So go there. <laughs> If you Some, figure out what it is. Gentis in it somewhere. Yeah, so go check that out. Just, um, just, but, just do a search for, for Gentis. J-E-N-T-A-S. You'll find them. Nestle makes the very best. Twitch.tv Look at me. <laughs> there you go. All right, so yeah, go check that out. Um, but yeah, that's kind of us, you know, like in a nutshell. Oh, and I have a YouTube channel, but I haven't done much with it lately because I'm working on my game and I can't do five things at once, Mom. So, um... <laughs> Yeah, I guess go to Peace Guy when you get a chance. Or what am I now? I'm Lucas Peace. That's right. So go search for Lucas Peace. I'm the guy with the blue mustache. You'll know well, when you what, see it. Where would I go if I wanted I some excellent Pokemon strategy blue. in my ear holes? Oh, that's an interesting question. I think Game Freak has some articles you could find on that. <laughs> um, no, me and Steven also do another podcast that we're slowly trying to edge Infendo out on. Um, it is called... <laughs> Um, I just forgot the name for a second. It is called Hyper Voice, a Pokemon <laughs> podcast. I just released episode four. Since my buddy Steven was out on business, I did an entire 45-minute podcast by myself in one take without any edits. So if you would like to hear that, go download episode four. Um, Steve is also channeling me from beyond the grave that you can tweet <laughs> at us at HyperVoicePKMN. So do that. Um, and if you want to find us, we are on Spreaker, so just look for us there. And give us a sub, because we were really excited earlier today. We thought we had like 100 subs, and then it turns out that was the guy who followed us, and we had one sub, so we'd <laughs> love to get a few more. So come sub us. That'd be really cool. I'll sub you. Don't even worry about that. That's happening tonight. All right, well, we appreciate everybody again for joining in. Um, if you want to listen to what I've been doing or do any of that, honestly, just go to Infender.com. That's going to be the best place for that. Um, I post tweets. Do you post tweets or do you tweet tweets? I don't you even know. Tweet, you tweet tweets. You okay, so I tweet fool. tweets occasionally at tweet Infendo tweets. Eugene. But uh, you can follow everything that Infendo is doing at Infendo. Uh, so go on there. All right, kids, ladies, gentlemen, everybody, it is time to end this show. Thank you for joining the best podcast on the planet. We will be back oh, we've, next we've week. We've proved. Bye-bye. <laughs> no, nowhere to go but up, really. Uh, see you real soon. For $5 a month, we can give you something better than the Lost Woods. We've got what we call the Hidden Feed. That gets you our all-access pass to everything we do behind the scenes and otherwise. Head over to patreon.com slash Radio and pledge your $5 today.